this is Nay with another audio blog episode here on Right Brained Out Loud. That's W R I T E Brained Out Loud. And today I'm actually going to be reading a short story. It's my first one that I'm reading out loud here on my podcast, but it is not the first story that is short that I have written. You can go to rightbrained.live and check out my free reading under the menu section. And if you like pretty much how I write, what I write about, you're also welcome to support me and do like a little exchange by going to rightbrain.live slash books. And there you can check out all of the books that I have for purchase. And pretty much I just have Jamaican accent, my semi-autobiographical collection of 13 stories. I have Rumblings, it's my freshman poetry book that I wrote back in 2014 and your girl is working on another one I'm coming and I also have something called two tales the first volume which just includes two short stories so if you're interested in that again just go to rightbrain.live and check out free reading or rightbrain.live slash books so let us get into this little reading and I'm keeping it raw as well you're gonna hear my kid every now and again and yeah I'm just just got to keep it raw as always and I hope you enjoy so let's get into it this one is called wash do you know why you're here she asked me voice filled with bass I was sitting in a psychologist's office. It was so typical, it hurt my sensibilities. Soft but firm light brown couch for me, black upright back chair for her, a few pictures of nature and ocean on the walls, succulents thoughtfully laid out in every corner of the room, smelled like vanilla. She was dressed casual, legal pad on the knee of her crossed upper leg, hair in a low ponytail, glasses, and pen tucked between her fingers ready to write. Yes, I answered purposefully so she'd have to ask me why. It was too expected. A fun little game. Care to tell me? She asked softly, trying to appear non-threatening. You already know, I said to add unnecessary friction. I didn't mind speaking to her. Having someone to talk to that supposedly wouldn't judge you was good from time to time. It was ludicrous to pretend therapists could be objective. No one was immune to bias. She smiled. A fair surprise since being here. She was not threatened by my pushback. Humor me. I'd give her this one. My parents are threatening to Baker Act me, but they don't want to sever the remainder of our broken connection by doing that. Coming here, I gestured to her office, is the middle ground. We're on the same page then. She wrapped her pen momentarily on the legal pad. I purposefully asked them not to tell me why they want to Baker Act you. To reduce the supposed notion of eliminating bias, I plucked at last. Again she smiled. Again I was surprised. 
then again, I was probably not the first person to question the validity of therapists. I wasn't special. Yes, supposedly, you get to control the narrative of my subjectivity. I mean, supposed objectivity. She was still smiling. I matched her expression. Yes. Maybe this wouldn't be too bad. Or perhaps she was playing the cool therapist game. I liked games. They want to baker act me because they think I'm brainwashed. I said excitedly. The controversy excited me. By who? Her body betrayed her and I knew she was excited too because she leaned forward a little. Therapists had a great gig listening to all these drama variations. However, they were human too. All these stories touched them in ways seen and unseen. I don't think it matters. Cult, boy, influence, friend, conspiracy theorists. It's all the same. I said, making myself comfortable by laying down. I decided I want to talk to her in that moment. What a powerful couch. She began. I cut her off. Tell you more? I asked with a mischievous smile. I'll make this your easiest session. I'll tell you everything. I crossed my arms behind my head and my legs across each other as I stared up at the slowly turning ceiling fan. It doesn't matter what or who they think I'm being brainwashed by because we're all brainwashed by something, I began. Any thought that isn't your own that touches your mind is a drop. When it's thought about, it spreads, essentially becoming an eight-ounce glass cup of water being thrown on the brain. The more it's contemplated, the more water that washes your brain, if you will. So if I have a negative thought that I'm ugly because someone told me so, that's a drop. If I feed the thought every day, it becomes true to my perception. I brainwash myself into believing something I didn't even originally think about. I like your theory, she told me. I looked over at her, some irritation in my eyes and voice. It's not a theory. How can you call it that of all people? I was starting to like her until that moment. Her job was literally to ethically brainwash people usually by their volunteering to be here. I was not exactly here voluntarily. I'll continue, I said sharply. I felt forgiving. As a kid who grew up in a different country and now living here in America, I can tell you brainwashing exists. We just call it assimilation. Depending on where you grew up, you get a different wash, but we call that culture. Depending on the family, it's called traditions. See what I mean? She nodded. It makes sense, she doubled. I couldn't tell if she understood me or she was being careful so that I wouldn't shut down. It didn't matter. Sometimes it makes me wonder if there's any true original thought because everything gets borrowed, stolen, or altered. That's what they call colonization and cultural appropriation these days, I said breathily. Anyway, I say all that because now that I'm not following the plan my parents have for me, they think I'm being brainwashed. Following the way of society is a brainwash program in and of itself. We're told to do all these things that break us so badly we have to see therapists, take drugs, want to kill ourselves, drink, run away, whatever. All of it. Authentic people don't need crutches or coping mechanisms because they're not faking something. 
It's the pretending to not be ourselves that breaks us. Just look at kids. Authentic. I look at my little sister progressively losing herself. She's getting older, so she's got to follow these rules that go against herself to fit in our family, neighborhood, girlish stereotypes, and culture. I said heavily, my heart aching. I decided to choose something that makes me happy, to choose my own brainwash. I'd rather this path than the wash my family wants me to be drenched in. I want when my little sister gets ready to rebel against the status quo that she has someone and somewhere safe to go to process and let go to find that little happy girl again. I fell into silence to exhale what felt like a breath I'd been holding onto. I forgot the therapist was there until she spoke. Thanks for sharing that. I didn't want to be a psychologist at first, but I felt a calling to do it as a way to balance the tipping scales of things, she told me. I wasn't sure if she meant to. What's the path they want for you? I sat up quickly and saw the familiar firefly-like lights pulsing in my field of vision for a few seconds. The path they want for me doesn't matter, but I'm glad you get it, Doc. I wish I could balance the scales the way you are because no child who loves their parents wants to disappoint them. I took a beat before I added my unsolicited advice. Becoming a psychologist is not the only way to balance the scales, though. It's settling. I knew I would offend her, but I didn't care. She was a coward, in a sense. I see why you may think so, she said coolly. What path are you taking that they don't approve of? She was attempting to direct the conversation back to me, deflecting. But again, it didn't matter. Did she miss the point? How about we end here for today, Doc? I offered with a smile pulled up from the corners by invisible ventriloquist strings. She'd be too busy feeling offended to hear the rest of my theories. As she said, supposed objectivity. I essentially brainwashed her with a thought of doubt about her career, her life really. I'd bring it up next time to further prove my point. I'm talked out. Sure, she said her hand itching to write. But what words could she use for something this punctuated? Set something up with my receptionist on the way out or call if you don't know your availability right now. She stood up and gave me a ventriloquist-inspired smile as well. Will do. See ya, Doc. I waved and left feeling much, much better indeed. Thank you so much for listening to my first ever short story out loud here on the podcast. I really appreciate it and I hope that you enjoyed it. Again, if you're interested in any free readings, just click on menu and check out free reading on rightbrain.live or go under books to find some of the ebook collections that I have for purchase. That would mean a lot to me, obviously. If you would do either of those things read for free or read for purchase and I'm gonna give you a little bonus for um, I'm gonna give you a bonus because you listen to this story and you can use the coupon code wash 10 
wash 10 to get 10% off any of my ebooks this month and next month so it is March right now and all the way through April you can use the code wash 10 to get 10% off any of my ebooks thank you so much for listening and I'll hear you out loud on the next one Thank you.